You're listening to Through the Fire Podcast, where we talk about trauma, transparency, and triumph. Has a life-altering event left you confused, broken, and bruised? Guess what? You're not alone, and this is not the end. Join us as we discuss experiences with traumatic and tragic seasons, what we're learning, how we're overcoming, and how you can too. We're your hosts, Montez Dove and Cedricia Thomas, and we're talking beauty for ashes, y'all. Thank you so much for joining us today. Today, I'm going to be sharing just some words of encouragement for someone. And I just want to let someone know that it ain't over. Yes. Yeah, I know a lot of times we can be in some very difficult and trying times, and it seems like it's the end of the world. But I just want to let someone know that it's definitely not over. So I guess I want to talk to the person today, the person who has an addiction. You've been in this place for a while. You've been fighting your way through, and it just seems like a hopeless situation. You've almost given up on yourself, and definitely some people around you have given up. But I just want to encourage you today and let you know that it's not over. I also want to talk to that person right now who's going through a divorce. You never seen yourself at this place. You never thought that your relationship would come to such a dead end and such a devastating place. But I just want you to know that it's not over. I also want to talk to that parent who's done everything that you could to raise your child in the right way, the proper environment. You've invested so much in this child but they've made decisions just to go in the opposite direction. But I just want to let you know, have hope because it's not over. This is also the message for the young lady who's found herself pregnant, just pregnant out of wedlock. And she's been pretty much abandoned in this situation. You've been left basically to raise this child alone. You had so many dreams so many plans. You were on the right track, but you got sidetracked and your life has taken a detour and you feel like you don't know what you're going to do. But I just want to encourage you and let you know that it's not over. And finally, I want to talk to the person who you didn't even see this coming either, because like I say, life can throw many curveballs. But you just recently got a diagnosis and you're dealing with some things. You're dealing with some thoughts and just the fear and anxiety that has come. I just want to let you know in this place that it's not over for you. So when I'm talking about all of these situations, all of these devastating situations, I can also remember myself being in such a dark place, such a scary place when I was going through my divorce. There's so many feelings that you feel going through a divorce. Brokenness is one of them. I know for me, my heart was broken. I wasn't sure what my future held. I was very alone and very afraid, just not knowing what tomorrow would hold, not knowing that I could continue on with life with so much devastation and so much responsibility that I had in my hands. So I do get it, these low places. But I'm going to tell you, and I want to bring you some hope today that no matter what we come up against in life, that God is always with us and he's going to always see us through. 
So just like any other hard life events, I know that traumatic events like this, they can be very taxing on us, especially our mental health. I know that when I was going through my trying time, it did lead to a lot of anxiety. It did lead into seasons of depression and even some physical illness that I was going through during such a time. But that's why I always think it's okay when you're going through times like this to reach out sometimes and ask for help. This is a good time to ask for help. And I know a lot of times when you're hurting and when you are broken and bruised, it's very hard to even ask for help. You're just hoping someone would recognize you and someone would come rescue you. But I just want to let you know that it's okay to ask for help, whether that be from a family member, whether it be from a friend, a therapist, a doctor, anybody that you feel could bring you some comfort in this season, just go ahead and reach out for help. And I just want to let you know also that you're not alone, because a lot of times when we're going through things like this, we can feel so isolated and so alone, like No one else could really get us or no one else could really understand us. But I promise you, that thing right there that you're going through, you're not the first person to go through it and you won't be the last. So I just want to bring you some hope and some love and encouragement today to know it ain't over. So, Dreesy, I don't know if you ever went through anything so devastating and so traumatic that it made you feel like life was over. I don't know. Definitely. This this physical challenge is one example all by itself. And I know I felt moments where I felt hopeless or like, will it always be this way? When will it change? Just feeling like you want to give up. And I think that when you are in just those seasons and chapters, some people, yes, can feel isolated. Some people, yes, can feel misunderstood. I feel like I felt both of those things. And you have to understand that if someone hasn't experienced a thing, they're not going to understand 100%. They can empathize as much as their mind and thinking allows them to. If someone has never experienced a thing, there's no way that you can expect them to understand like where you're coming from and what it is and what it feels like to be in your shoes. I think it's important when we're talking about the subject of it ain't over is to remind ourselves that each chapter and each season of life does not look the same. A lot of times we will not be operating in the same way five years or 10 years from now. And I think we should be open to that. So for example, one person could be teaching for years, but then it, like, let's say they retire and the next 20 years, they've opened a restaurant. And so if we stay close to this idea of what life is like now, then we may miss things. Or when an ending comes, we may think it's over, not realizing that it could be a sign that there's more to us, a reminder to come up higher, right? We get so used to our here and now, or we get so used to the vision that we had about ourselves that we become closed off to any other possibilities. So when tragedy hits, when planned and unplanned things hits, when there's reroutes, when we have things that feel like failure, we deem that our life is over when it could very well just be beginning, or it could very well be something that is going to develop us or push us to our next, push us to what we need to be doing, you know, increase our capacity, make us into the people that we're supposed to be. And so we can have a plan for ourselves. We can have something that goes from A to Z, a straight shot, 
And we know that life is not that way. It's going to be turns and twists, and then you got to wait for a minute, and then it, it may even be a period of time where it's going real fast. And so our straight shots that we see for ourselves are not always or never really how it goes. Our plans and God's plans are two different things. And so even Proverbs 16 and 9, this is the Passion Translation. It says, within your heart, you can make plans for your future, but the Lord chooses the steps you take to get there. <laughs> so we can make plans, but he's going to choose them steps. And sometimes them steps don't be looking like nothing we had in mind. And that can make us feel like literally life is over. So I just want to remind somebody there that, hey, what you're desiring still may come to pass, but your process and the steps to get there is not going to look like what you want it to look like. And as long as there's breath in each one of our bodies, it's not over. So speak and think life. And, you know, there's a future and a hope for you. And so God wants to establish us. Like we hear that word establish us. God wants to establish us so many times. And I don't think that we oftentimes ask ourselves, okay, well, what does establish mean? So I looked up established from Miriam Webster. It says that it is defined as to make firm or stable, to introduce and cause to grow and multiply, to put into a favorable position. So I want you to remember that whatever you're going through right now, maybe you're being established. And to remember that established means that it causes you to grow and multiply. Established means that it puts you into a favorable position. Established means that it makes you firm or stable. Even if you feel like it's a whole tornado swirling around you, remember that nothing is wasted, okay? And our path may not always be the path that ends up happening. So just continuing to encourage somebody and let them know like, hey, it ain't over. I by all means know what it feels like to feel hopelessness, to feel like you're just getting caught up in this rabbit hole, to feel like something is never ending, to question how much longer I absolutely know what that feels like. And it's easier said than done, especially on very challenging days to remind yourself that there's more after whatever your this is. Yes, that's very good. Very good. That's very encouraging. Also, Dreesy, when I'm talking about it ain't over, there's another group of people that come to mind. There's another group of people out there, Dreesy, who think it's over because of their age. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They think they're too old or they think it's too late to do what God has called them to do or anything that they've desired to do in life. And I just want to encourage that group of people, too. You know, a lot of times you just you're going through life and you get caught up in life and then, you know, family comes along and then children come along and you find yourself investing a whole lot of your time, energy, efforts and resources in your children to make sure that they succeed in life. And a lot of times you put your life and your dreams on the back burner. And after so much time goes by, you kind of feel like that's kind of hopeless to pursue as well. So a lot of times you just kind of throw in the towel on that thing, that thing that you've been desiring to do, that thing that still kind of haunts you a little bit. And you try to push it down and you just say, you know, that's okay. I'll just, you know, look at someone else succeed. I'll just Look at my children succeed. You know, that's all that matters. But actually, your children aren't the only thing that matters. Your life matters as well. There was a season that you were supposed to pour into your children to make sure that they succeeded. But now it's come back round to you. And it doesn't matter. I'm talking to the people in the 40s, 50s, 60s club on up. 
Just like Dreesy said, as long as there is breath in your body, there's a plan for your life. So I just want to encourage that person who has just given up on their dreams. It's something that you want to do. It's that business that you want to start. It's God prompting you to go back to school. It's something that you should be doing. And you know better than I do what that thing is that's in your heart. And I just want to let you know it ain't over. We can take this example right here. It's two generations here on this mic. Mm -hmm. We have Dreesy as a millennial. And only God knows what I am. What am I, an ex? <laughs> I think you may be baby boomer. Oh, I don't think so, JC. I think you, I'm like ex. You Generation X. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Generation X. Bring it on back a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. That's all right. That's all right. Yes, <laughs> there's two generations here. And, you know, there have been different times in life, too, that I thought, it was too late to do anything. I know that I have this notepad. I have this vision board. I have this journal with all of these things written down and wondering, you know, when am I going to get to these things? When are they going to come to pass? And just a lot of things kind of sidetracked me. It was a season that I was a wife. It was a season that I was a mother. And then it was a season with the detours. You know, just all of this going on. So you actually think you're never going to get to those promises of God. But I promise you that the promises of God are definitely yes and amen. So I just want to talk to that person. And hopefully, you know, you're getting stirred to know that it is absolutely not too late. It's actually probably the perfect timing. And I think about the story of Esther in the Bible. When she accomplished what she needed to accomplish for her people, it was said that she was brought forth at such a time as this. So that lets me know that each one of us have an appointed time to come forward with whatever God purposed us to do. It doesn't matter what age or what season. If it's for you to do, you can accomplish that thing. Now, I also hear some people, I might be sounding like I'm about to contradict myself now, but there is a certain season that you're supposed to get some things done. Yep. It is a time. A lot of people say, oh, it's never too late. It's not too late. But certain things, it is too late. If God is calling you to do a physical thing, if he called you to be a ball player, if he called you to do some physical things later on in life, if you get into your 60s or 50s or 70s or something like that, it might be a little bit too late. Because like I said earlier, you lose strength as you age. You lose strength, so you won't be able to do some of the physical things that are required of you. But you can still be hopeful that you can be used, though, because you can take whatever knowledge, whatever gift, and you can actually invest it in a young person. You can actually mentor a young person with your gifts and your skills and your knowledge. So, you know, it just made me think, like, what if you're not supposed to do a thing till you're 50? What if? You're not supposed to do a thing till you're 60. Everything is not supposed to happen when we're quote unquote young. That's right. I think we need to keep that in mind. Everything's not supposed to happen in your 20s. Everything's not supposed to happen in your 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. Depending on who you are, there's a particular age, time, and season that you're supposed to be doing a thing. The next person right by you, that is maybe completely different for them. So I think we got to remember like times and seasons. That's right. 
in our appointed paths. Each one of us have a different path. Yeah. Yeah. So like I said, it ain't over. And I just want to add a few more encouraging words to that person. I hope by the end of this episode that you begin to feel uplifted and you begin to feel encouraged. But I just want to say today and tell you to don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. There's more to your life than this moment in chapter. I promise you, God has not forgotten about you. You are on the forefront of his heart and mind. He loves you dearly. And I promise you that he's going to see you through. So, you know, saying all of that, Dreesy, it just reminds me of a young lady who's the daughter of a very famous pastor of a mega church in Dallas, Texas. That would be Bishop T.D. Jakes. And recently we just witnessed online his last conference, Woman Thou Art Loosed. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure, I think you may have seen it, but it's this awesome video where he's uh, basically transferring his platform to his daughter. Yeah. So that she can now walk into a greater degree of her destiny. And I just thought that was so beautiful. And if anyone wants to check that video out, it's called Loosed to Evolve. Bishop T.D. Jakes passes the woman thou art loose torch to Pastor Sarah Jakes Roberts. You can find that on YouTube. So you saw that moment, Dreesy. So what did you think about it? I thought it was beautiful. I think it brought her story to the light because I saw somebody that said, I didn't even know Pastor Sarah had a teen pregnancy. So I think it was bringing her story to the light, which is great because then people can find themselves within that. I think a lot of times we miss a person's story because we see them in the present and in the now, not realizing what they had to experience or what they had to do to get to where they are now. And so if we just kind of remember Pastor Sarah's story, she experienced a teen pregnancy she experienced being divorced even prior to her current marriage. And so I think it's important for us to encourage the Sarahs today, you know, whatever that may be, that your now is not final. It's only a step and a chapter in a season of your entire picture. It's only a puzzle to the entire puzzle piece. And I got to twist it here and say that I also saw somebody, they made a good point and said, you know, we're praising this baton passing, but I wish that we would treat the Sarahs in our community and in our local church as we're treating Pastor Sarah. And so I make that charge to everybody. You know, hey, if we see somebody, a pregnant teen, hey, if we see someone who's recently got divorced, hey, if we see someone who's an addict or doing something that people typically shame, how about we encourage them? So how about we just don't praise this baton, but how about we actually act out and encourage the local Sarahs that we have connections to, or that maybe are right here in our community? What about you? What did you think? I thought it was awesome. It was very, very good to witness that. It just spoke volumes to me. Just how the Bible says, leave an inheritance to your children. And a lot of times, you know, that's not just about money. It's about the things that you instill in your children. It's the things that you prepare for them and set up for them. It was just a beautiful thing to witness. Also, their relationship. 
that was another thing that really stood out to me. And I'm sure it stood out for a lot of people who possibly didn't have a father in their life. It just meant so much. It was just so touching just to see how they were relating to each other and just the intimacy they had with each other. Yeah, uh, that was beautiful. You know, from the whole time, like you say, he's had her back. He didn't just have her back from that moment when she was in her highlight moment. He walked the road of shame with her and had her back then as well. Yeah, he didn't hide her. A lot of times we like to hide people, you know, if they're in current seasons, right? Shame them. He never mm -hmm. did that. He didn't. I think his actions towards her are our roadmap and something we should look at in terms of how to treat other people. I agree. Yeah. Yes. So I guess for sure that story would be our beauty for ashes moment. Absolutely. This. Yes. It's a beautiful story. So again, God is not a respecter of persons. What he did for one person, he'll do it for you too. And I just want you to know for the final time that it ain't over. Don't count yourself out. And I want you to know that we're all in this thing called life together and we're overcoming. And you can too. Thank you for joining us this week on Through the Fire Podcast. You can check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Through the Fire Podcast. You can also connect with Montez at The Poetic INSP and on Facebook as Montez Dove. You can connect with Cedricia on Instagram and Facebook at Cedricia Thomas. Be sure to subscribe to the show to catch new episodes every Thursday and leave us a comment or review. Thank you for listening and see you next week.